0: And David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable. All dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as Doom Jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark.
1: Losers, this is the Lady Killers, a feminine rage podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Sammy.
2: I'm Rocco. And I'm May. Our podcast is a tribute to the female identifying killers in horror and more.
1: Each episode will feature us, your Supreme Court of female murderers, discussing our favorite lady killers, from your Julia's and Jennifer's to your Carries and Christines.
2: We'll tell her story, decide if it's good for her horror, and answer the most important question of all. Would we die for her?
1: Join us on Thursdays as we pull on our sweaters, snatch our ice picks, sharpen our scissors, and honor the lady killers who live on the silver screen. No boys were harmed in the making of this podcast.
2: Yet. Greetings, Constant Listeners. It's Michael Rose Red Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest Patreon-exclusive episode. It's a deep dive into the 2002 sci-fi miniseries Firestarter Rekindled. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why the hell would you watch the 2002 sci-fi miniseries Firestarter Rekindled? Well, that's a good question. It's because as part of our Lobstrosities feature, we have to. Uh, We are covering all of the eh, piss-poor, Mediocre, maybe sometimes good Stephen King sequels. Uh, you know, making all the connections to King's Dominion, if there are any. Uh, but uh, as we are want to do. And you can find all of them, uh, including this one. Uh, by becoming a member of our Patreon, The Barons. It's there you can unlock over 100 hours worth of exclusive content uh, from our own Stephen King archival series to our own Dark Tower Detour show to our Spooky Souls Midnights uh, to dozens of commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies. Your favorite ones, not these. You can get them all by subscribing now through the link in the description of this episode or you can visit www.patreon.com slash The Barons. Hope to see you there. Over long days and pleasant nights, I think it's actually extremely faithful. Yeah, it is. It's not like some. Yeah, exactly. Yes, to
3: a fault. Yeah, to a fault. Granted, but it's it's not just some. We made a movie and we're going to throw Hellraiser in front of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is like a true blue sequel. I mean, they've got the character of Doctor Wanless mentioned several times. His wife Mm -hmm. is in this movie, for God's sakes. They could have easily just done something else with this, but they really do try to stay faithful. And something else, I laughed at at the beginning. Right away I said, oh yeah, so much for that big Rolling Stone expose from the end of the <laughs> book or whatever. I thought I was going to see that too. God. But, yeah. to be fair, in the second half, when Vincent... It's Vincent, right? Mm-hmm. What's yes. his name? Yeah, When he says to her, why don't we go to the media? She even says, I tried that. So they've mm-hmm. acknowledged Pretty that it cool. happened, yeah. but it was kind of dismissed. So I, my knock against this is not some you know, dismissal of continuity. It's just about everything else. But I do yeah. appreciate the attempt to make it a sequel to kind of both the book and the movie, Mm -hmm. kind of in a Doctor Sleep sort of way, Mm -hmm. which is a sequel to both in some ways, you know. Which I don't
1: like the movie is the part of the problem. And one of my big problems with the movie is I think it's too faithful to the book, you know. And I say that as somebody who loves most of the book is that I wish, like, you've got a really simple concept and i feel like you could do a lot cinematically with that that doesn't necessarily have to kind of be attached to the book as much as they want it to be um but i don't know i think i it's it's fine uh, that,
2: you know? that 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 uh, that note actually reminds me of something that i'm i mean we're doing uh, an episode in dead zone um in a couple of weeks so i've been doing a lot of research on it and David Cronenberg said something to that effect, Jen, where it was just like, you know, yeah, I love the novel, uh, The Dead Zone, but like, well, I'm, you know, I'm taking to heart what William Goldman told me, where it's like, all right, I'm gonna remember like the the, the four or five beats from the novel and I'm gonna go from there. And what they essentially did with that sort of mindset was really chisel down the essentials, which is why that movie feels episodic and is streamlined. And they kind of mm-hmm. cut away some of the guff. And even King watching it, it said, like, Oh, I wish I would have done that, would have streamlined things a little bit more. And I think that's the problem with you know I, I agree it's like they overcomplicate this like you don't need to mm-hmm. overcomplicate this all we need to know is that this person escaped who you know can start fires and the government's still after her. that is it and yet they yeah. continually keep adding like more files more files like you know more files more flashbacks more voiceovers it's like at that point more characters uh, more characters more, yeah. Yeah. it was like how many times they're gonna the pump brother the is like
1: I kind of oh the brother like the yes brother the, the, the like, soup I brother mean, or... part of me was yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I am
3: convinced that this was supposed to be 90 minutes. And then they said, we have to make it a miniseries. And, Did, yeah. I, I guess we're kind of... I mean, the whole subplot with... What's her name? The woman I talked about who...
1: yeah. There's the no way. Why oh, the- no, is that even it's there? Not it's not a plot. You take it's it right like out. It's just thing that happens. And or make FBI it a whole agents- series and give her an episode. Like, I would watch that. Sure. And well. also, the, what happens with the FBI agents who go to the shop or the shop? What is it? The shop? <laughs>
3: the shop. The system's operations.
1: System's sh- operations. And Malcolm McDowell does something to I mean, who knows? They come back and they're like, no, everything's fine. And they shoot her. Like I don't know. It was just like very odd. Uh, it was this. You
3: could like, uh, well, you, you, like you could just take the entire her entire storyline out. Oh, but again, it's not quite it, two episodes long. That's the thing. It's right. not quite two two parters. You know.
1: Well and it's like Okay so Mike Ugh. Sunian Has this rule about movies He's like either Make your movie 90 minutes Or make your movie 3 hours you I kind of like
3: that like, By the way I, I kind of do I, He's winning that. me over
1: That's what they do these days Yeah I mean. Well and like I feel like th- Like the Batman can't, 3
3: hours That's the only problem
1: Yeah Well yeah I can't decide If I would rather This be shorter Or I'd rather it be A longer series But it's like They couldn't commit To either one of them So it's just like This, this really weird stretching Where Dennis Hopper's Just like in a car At a <laughs> I honestly Honestly, I lost track of some of the stuff that was happening in the second one.